Matthew 8. He says, let's see from verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. You know, this, this scripture, I looked at it over the years. Before, before I got serious with studying my Bible, I didn't really understand this. And like I said, many of us don't know how to receive. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. So that's a guarantee, right? That the guy is, also, is going to be healed regardless. Right? I don't know if you're seeing this. It's a guarantee that this guy will be healed regardless. But in verse 8, the centurion servant schooled Jesus. He said, Lord, uh-uh, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak thy word only, and my servant shall be healed. See, we live in a world where many of us despise things. Some people come to service, despise what is going on in the service. They're just looking. Whatever is going on, I'm not interested. I just want to, I was even forced to attend the meeting. And we have not learned that the imports of the words we, we, we carry. I was teaching you yesterday on Proverbs where it says, uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. That is, we can create our words through our tongue. And you see, now, let me explain something to you. When a man is anointed, I, I don't like using that word anointed, but permit me to use the word. When a man is anointed of the spirit, there are utterances and the grace upon their lives that many of us despise. I didn't know this quite early in my younger days. I really didn't know this. So, we neglected a whole lot of things. Now, I'm not stupid. Ha, thank you, Lord. Because it could just be. Let me tell you, I figured, I figured something out. That as I've been in the ministry for quite some years, and I can tell you, I figured that it's very easier to minister to those who are hungry to hear what you are saying. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's very, very easy. Because your words will minister life to them. I'm going to, I, I'll, I'll continue from where I stopped yesterday night. I'll, I'm just giving you an intro. But I'll continue from where I stopped yesterday night. Your words minister to people. Look at this guy. He said, just speak your word. Now, this is like saying, look at something. Though. Imagine the sick person who the centurion servant is believing God for is at home. And the person came to church. And the centurion servant came to church. And the pastor said, don't worry, I'll come, I'll come to your house to come and heal the person. And you see that these guys, let me tell you something I, I observe in scriptures. A whole lot of people championed a new way to receive. So that means there is no specific way. 
Just like the woman with the issue of blood. We can't say today that touching somebody's clothes now is the normal way of getting healed. She just championed that move. You can champion your own and say, the way I want to receive, maybe it's the issue. I've seen situations, which I don't advise, where a man of God sits on the chair, somebody comes and sits on the chair, and the, and the person has been pregnant for, has not been pregnant for maybe the last 20 years of their marriage, and immediately they sat down on the chair, something happened. Their wombs were opened. That's a champion. So there's no patterns to these things, to receiving. But this guy just said, ah, I don't know what you just come. He says, well, I'm a man of that. He started schooling Jesus. I'm a man of that authority. He, you know, and that's the truth. He says, I'm a man of that authority. What, when you say centurion servants, centurion servants is like saying they have battalions of soldiers around them. So they, it's like saying they control the army. Let me use that word in our today's language. Now, in that sense, I say to one, go, and he goes. And that's the truth because they are under command. I don't know much of the United States Army, but I can tell you of the Nigerian Army. <laughs> I remember there was a time when I went to Nigeria one time, some years ago, and I wore an army trouser and I was going out. And the woman I was staying with said, Where are you going? I said, ah, I'm going now. Like this. She said, You will not come alive. You will not come back alive <laughs> because you can't wear an army. I don't know why. I think they are very jealous of their clothes or very, well, it's the best country in the world. I'm the one with the mind. I know, I know Neve is looking at me like. <laughs> All right. So he says, go and he go ahead, come and he comment. He says, do this and he did it. And when Jesus heard it, look at what he says. He says, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Jesus was like, whoa. Do you know that there's two things Jesus marveled at in the scripture? Great faith and great unbelief. <laughs> he was marveled. There was a time he marveled at unbelief. Like, wow, I've never seen this kind of unbelief. And he said, wow, I've never seen this kind of faith. Just two things. And do you know what happened? What did he say? And when Jesus said it, and he now started teaching, then look at what he says in verse 13. Jesus said to him, go your way. As thou hast believed, so it is done unto thee. I wish we can have a generation that know how to receive. A lot of things we call difficulty as unanswered prayers, things are not working out. It's a lie. Those things don't exist. Because the word of God is true. He says in 1 John 5, 14, this is the confidence that we have. That when we ask anything of his name, he says he will hear us. So that means the word of God does not fail. But you are the one that has a problem with it. Many of us have problems with God's word. We have not learned to receive properly from God's word. So, and that has affected a whole lot of so many things. So, say, hey, it's not working out. But the pastor already said, in the name of Jesus, this will work out. It's because you did not believe it. And that's why honor is key. Honor, familiarity. I didn't know this much when I was much younger. But I figured that. I was telling you a story just 
yesterday on I had a friend. I was actually, I told you I was eating chick-fil-a and the friend was sick and the person just took my hands and put it like this and said, I know I'm, I said, she said, just give me your hand. If I put it like this, I know I will be healed. I said, ah, what does that mean? He said, please, give me the hand. Ah. So I just, ah, take the hand. She just did like this. She said, the sickness has gone. I said, ah, is it that fast? And you know, I, I, I can easily explain what happened. It is honor. It is how to receive. And the sickness left. I, I literally saw her God better in my very eyes. But you know today in church, until we shout, in the name of Jesus, yo, this is this. You know, as I'm talking like this, you can actually receive. As I'm talking like that, I say you are healed. You know that, as I just said it, if you are hungry for healing, and you are hungry that the man of God will heal me today. If, see, do you know that? When you are, if they tell you that, come to Supernatural Community Church now, come and collect $100 million. Do you know you'll be waiting for the moment? You'll be waiting for the moment. As we worship now, as we pray, you'll be, ah, wait, something in your mind will be telling you, where is the money? Right? Where is this $100 million? Where is it? So imagine I just give an example and I say, so now we have the hundred million dollars. Do you know your mind, you will jump up. I say, oh yeah, come and collect the hundred million. You will run. That's because you are expectant for something. When you go to a church service, no matter who is preaching, I'm saying this because I know many of you might not come back to the banana commission again, but that's fine. But no matter who is preaching, when a preacher is on the pulpit speaking, you must reverence the words. See, God has designed man. He says in Ephesians 4, he gave gifts to men. Firstly, prophets, apostles, teachers, pa pastors and teachers. He says for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. So, he has given men as gifts. And those men, their function is to bless. I have been to a meeting where I was to preach before. And I knew I was going to minister. You know, I, as a preacher, you will know. I knew tonight I was going to minister. I was going to, you know, have diverse times. And I got there and I saw that you can literally sense in the atmosphere that these people were not ready. And to be honest with you, I took whatever I came with in the service back home. That day, it, as I'm telling you, I'm remembering that day. I, this is quite some years ago. I, I can't forget it. Because I'm like, why did you not come? Why exactly did you come? Did you come to warm the bench? Or, you know, there are questions you ask Christians. I don't know about you, but when I'm going for church service or when I'm going for meetings, I go quite early. If I have to travel down, there are meetings I attend in a year, in yearly, just, you know, there are times as a pastor, you also need to be ministered to. And I, I will spend, if I, because I always fly anyway, I will have gotten there at least two, three days before. 
Those who have well rested, prepared to receive. Because I don't know why you actually came. There are questions you have to ask yourself. Okay, when you bathed this morning and you were coming to service, were you coming to warm the bench? Or coming to see what, what the church is all about? You can never be blessed that way. That's why you see, have a lot of Christians in church. In church, They spent all their life in church. They've done everything. It's not working. That church is not for me. This is not for me. It's not, because you have not stayed somewhere to receive. You've not stayed somewhere to receive. I have a message I'm going to teach very soon. And I'm going to explain many of these things intricate. Why does it seem like people's lives are not changing? After you've done so many things, these things you can study from God's word. And that's because people don't even follow instructions. I'll give you a story from the Old Testament. Naaman. He was leprous. And the prophet told him, go and wash up seven times. He did it the first time. You know, look at something. If it was you, and this is why honor is key, and instructions in the meeting is key. If it was you, you did it first time, the leprosy did not go. You say, rubbish man, oh God, I knew it. They're just deceiving us. Two times, it did not go. The third time, it did not go. Fourth time, it did not go. Fifth time, it did not go. Sixth time, it didn't go. You know, if it was you on the fifth time, you say, ah, I expected at least it would be gradual. Gradual healing. At least I should have seen one of the leprosy disappear, but nothing left. If it was you, maybe on the fifth time, you say, rubbish. I knew it. They are just wasting our time. And that's how many Christians are. Until that seventh time. Just imagine, he didn't wait till the seventh time. That's why I used to tell people, when you come for service, wait till the end of the service. What is wrong? What are you wrong? Why did you decide to come? Wait till the end. What is, what's crashing you to leave? Why did you bother coming if you will not stay to the end of the meeting? There are just things that are key. I used to say it this way. Or I heard someone say it this way and I really love it. Imagine on the day of Pentecost, you went to pee. Do you know you will miss it when the Holy Ghost came? You will be part of those people mocking them and saying they are drunk. Because you were both praying together, you now quickly go and pee. And come back, you just see them shouting the thoughts. Ah, rah, 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 rah. You say, no, they are mad. It's not they are mad, you just did not receive it that time. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to know how to receive. And treasure meetings, treasures the, treasure the gathering of believers. A lot of things happen in the gathering of believers. Atmospheres, impartations. Tonight we're going to have impartation sessions. I'll lay hands on everyone. Amen. Amen. You know, things happen in the Just by sitting around an atmosphere, things can be contacted. You just find out that, wow, you are better. I remember I went for a meeting two weeks ago, and just by sitting in the atmosphere, my faith level was raising up. I knew, whoa, I'm going to walk in faith so much strong. Just, I, nobody prayed, I just was there. You know, just by being in the atmosphere, you know, 
hands may not be laid on you. Have you noticed that? Just by being in this meeting since yesterday, how many of you, you, you are just, there's just a boldness with you. That, that's just, that's just actually how it is. Just by just sitting around. Things can be contacted in the atmosphere. So when you call for meetings, what are you watching out for? The words. Words are powerful. That's why you listen to the sermon. You are yelling out, you are, you are, you are picking, you are listening for the words. You are listening for the moments. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are listening. You are saying, this is for me. You know, as somebody, as even a preacher is teaching, your eyes can just be opening and you are just seeing things differently. Because you are expectant for something. That's how to be in a meeting. And that's how to receive. Hallelujah. That's how to receive. So you ask people, why is your life not in? I've been to this church. I've been to this meeting. I've been to this. My life not nothing happened. You, you, did not, you did not allow anything to happen now. I told you, I started explaining these things for you since yesterday, and I told you that when we say the power of God, it's not magical. It's not, these things are not magical. Power of God is not magical. How, do you notice that when we were studying our healings yesterday, do you see that it involved two people to, to, to agree? It involved two people to agree now. That's why Jesus will come and ask a blind Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? Say, I want you to see. Okay, now see. It involved two people. Do you not say that when we looked at that story of that one that they brought to Jesus, he looked off. Because the guy was not ready to see. They, they pushed him. Jesus, you must do this work. Have you seen it, guys? So you must watch for the moment. Pay attention. Pay close attention. Learn how to receive. Learn how to hear things. Let your sensitivity be very sharpened when you are in a meeting. Watch out. Your life will be much, 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 much better. I'm saying this because I know it. I know it by God's word and I know it by experience. I can tell you a difference in my own life too when I never used to pay attention and when I started paying attention. I'm now pained that I wish I paid attention much younger. Maybe I would not be at this level by now. No, that's the truth. Because there are so many things I despised when I was much younger. I actually despised even the laying on of hands and the power of God. I will resist it. Somebody will lay something. I will stand strong. I can see it come you. I see the power of God on my body. I will say no, never. I, I will start with this. I will never fall down. So the best, the pastor, you know, those, those times, the pastor will push you, push you, push you. Me too, I will, I will say, you are the... I remember there was even one that said, you have a vagabond spirit. I said, no. <laughs> told me many years ago, he said, you have a vagabond spirit. I said, ah, I'm actually a preacher. I said, hey, but you have a vagabond spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you have to learn how to receive. You have to learn how to receive. Learn how to watch for the moment. Act on the instructions. When they say pray, you pray. When they say lift your hands and worship, you worship. Those are, the, those are moments. Those are instructions. Those are vital details. Just imagine Naaman says he was not going to do it seven times. Do you know that? Do you know the problem? You and I will not know. You and I will think the prophet missed it. Say today. 
Or probably maybe the story will not even be recorded. Or if the story is recorded, they will record the story for us to see how somebody missed instruction. Do you know that the only woman who was barren in the scripture was Micah, David's wife? Do you know why? Dishonor. She saw the king dancing. And she despised it. Are you saying that these things are key? This God, this God is not magical. You can literally see the scriptures. So you can be in this service now and just be despising everything is going. Not, your life can never be blessed. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing, even if a thousand preachers lay hands, call you, there's nothing that will happen to your life. So you keep walking back in cycles and cycles and cycles, and that's because of your own negligence. That's because of your own problem. But you now, you will now take that problem and be blaming God. No, it's you. The birth narrative of scripture was such that when a woman gives birth, go and study from Genesis, they were betting out God's purpose on it, starting from Eve. Is that because a man from the Lord? You will see the birth narrative. That's why it seemed like they, it, it's like they, they traveled. That, that's, that narrative of, oh, they were barren for a while, it's not necessarily barren. It's just a traveling. Such that they took a while to conceive God's plan. That's why you will notice that everyone they gave birth to stood out as God's plan. Jacob. Jacob and Esau. Uh, um, Isaac. Samuel. They took a while. Do you know why? Because they were to bet out God's plan and purpose. So it's a bet narrative. It's a bet motive in scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? The holy woman who didn't have that and who should and guess how God is very humorous. God is so humorous. He now did something. Bathsheba, the child that David sinned with, Solomon, now became the heir of the throne. Ah, that alone should pain, that alone should show you that God is not a respecter of persons. Ah, when I read those stories, I'm, I'm, I'm wow, that wow. You took that person. It should be Micah's son. But Micah used her hand to do herself. That's, that's the best way, to, that's the best way to, to put it. So you can be in a meeting like this. People are receiving things. People are getting blessed. Even not just a meeting like this. Even a regular Sunday service. In your meeting. People are getting blessed. The pastor is teaching. The pastor, this and that. And because of your own negligence and your own despise, you will see others share testimony. You, you are not. That's actually, you have, it is your own, you will now do a self-evaluation check. When, you know, there's something that used to happen when we were much younger. I hated mathematics. I still do. I don't like it and I will never like it. I believe it's demonic. It's your, it's your choice. <laughs> but I don't like it. Ah, I struggle, struggle, struggle with that thing. X is find X. What's my problem with X? Say so. If X is got to Y, Y is got to Z. Find X. So I will now be looking for what is missing with X and Y. What's my business with that? See, I I don't like it. 
just give me the regular two plus two. Just let me know. The only, the only mass I like is money. Just let me be able to count the figures properly and see my account, how my account is. <laughs> but I don't like it. So I figure something. Every time we finish an exam, when we're much younger, some people say, my answer is two. My answer is, ah, me, my own answer used to be. <laughs> and they were arguing. My answer is two. My wife said it used to be like 70 something. Ah. <laughs> you know, me sitting down and be looking at you. My answer is two. They say, Basic, what's your answer? I say, Wow. <laughs> I don't, I was just like, Wow. Like, you, you say it's two. How did you arrive there? They say, Hey, when this is going to do this? I say, Whoa. I, I was not looking, I was not thinking, Wow. <laughs> I failed this one. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Do you know the reason why that happened? That happened because you I did not pay attention in class. And that's because I don't like it. I just see the teacher as wicked. Till I go to the United States and I see figure that. Ah. If this is the way they taught me mass, I will never have paid mass. I, I did college algebra in uh, this was in Ivy Tech years ago. Ah, the teacher was just telling us, so, do you have a question I can go again? Eh? That's not how they taught us. So. The teacher would just come on the board, write an equation. The reason why I ran away from science class today, physics, was my physics teacher. So, at the back end, that's, that's where we used to sit there in school then. He would just come, put an equation there and say, you, 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 stand up. Come and solve it. Ha! You that you played game overnight. <laughs> You stand up, come and solve it. If you don't get it, touch your toe. I will tell you what it is because some of you will got to think it's domestic violence. <laughs> or it's harassment. Or it's history. I will tell you what touch your toe means. Ah! I knew that nah, never. I can't go to science class. Never. I knew that's when, that's when my love for, my hatred for anything science started. It, you can't, yes, it's two-sided. Now, let's look at the mass. It's important. But do you know that my mind was conceived that I don't like this subject? And it affected me. So who is to be blamed? Who will, who will carry the red mark and go home? <laughs> when you fail, your parents will deal with you. Ah, and my mother? Oh, boy. No, mother, women are, women are good people. My mother? Ma. I don't know, she suddenly got born again later on. As, as we grew on in life, you know, just got calm. And I'm angry, like, why did you get calm over my youngest sister? You did not get calm with me. I think as women keep growing, I think they start coming down in their, I don't know much. Uh, I, I don't mean to offend women. <laughs> but, ah. Uh, so back to what I'm saying. Who is to be blamed? Me. That's the same thing with spiritual things. So you can be in a service now, or you can attend any service. The pastor is preaching, things are moving, the move of the spirit is going on. And you are not receiving. It's not that the pastor is not giving, or God is not willing to bless. You are just the one not receiving. Are you seeing it? Is that simple? So that is why 
you ask people. Anytime I counsel people and they tell me, ah, pastor, I've been through this several years, this and that. Do you know that? It's still the same thing they didn't do that they will go and do. That same prayer they didn't pray when people were receiving in service, that's where they were going to pray later. That same teaching they, they did not listen to when they were serving pastor is the, that's what we will still send them back to listen. Because God is not magical. It's still going to be the same principle. I tell somebody, and sometimes somebody was, I was counseling somebody. And somebody, I told the person, I said, do you know that you were in the same service when I taught all this and everybody, many people listen to this and look at what is happening to their own life. What were you doing in that service? And I needed to, I told the person to be honest with me. The person said I was not attentive. And I've seen another situation where a person despises it. I told the person, I said, it's still the same thing. You will go back to that sermon. <laughs> go and listen to it again. Your life will be blessed. These things, so because the more we, the more, if we don't explain these things, to, and it's clear to people, if, we, if, if these things are not clear to people, you will keep having Christians who keep saying, and I've figured that that's what is going on in the United States today. A lot of people have been to several churches. Many things are not working out, so they are blaming God. So they are, they are tired of church. I mean, this is another issue is church hurt. People offended them and they left. That's okay. That one can be sorted out. But this one, they say, ha, ah, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there. And I ask, but others were healed in that meeting. Why were you not? Hallelujah. Why were you not? These things are not magical. It is you, 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 you. Are, you. are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why as a pastor, I try my best to expose you to the truth. To teach you God's word. Because that is, ignorance is the tool of the devil. When you are so ignorant of God's word, the devil wants to keep you somewhere. You need light. You need illumination of the world. Hallelujah. You need it. I hope that blessed somebody. I hope, I hope it did. So please, know how to receive. Hallelujah. Know how to receive. Know how to receive. How desirous are you for something? Know how to receive. Know how to be blessed. Know how to know how to change that hopeless situation. Know how to do it. It's on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's on you. Amen. Okay. So where do I continue from now? Where do we continue from? At 1038. Ah. Okay, let's try. At 1038. Okay. Amen. So, see, why is the pastor giving us someone? 
Why they give you the pastor's armor? Mm. There are times and seasons. And at least this is the only time to suggest. Other times I just come. <laughs> so suggest, suggest, suggest well. You know, you know, mission is possible now. You can't suggest. Or <laughs> sight and sound. You know, you can't suggest. Uh, so <laughs> suggest now. <laughs> All right, at 1038. How God, I love this, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You know, we said something yesterday, and we said that when we look at Jesus in the four Gospels, I just have about 30 minutes to, to, to explain this, and I... I want to be very direct to the point. I'm, I'm picking up from where I stopped yesterday, so I want to do a paraphrase for those that were not around so that you, 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 would, you would catch up. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So that means when, you, when we see Jesus in the flesh, what was happening to him? He was anointed of the Spirit, going about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And God was with him. And we said yesterday, we said that that same Jesus who walked upon the street of, the, of men 2,000 years ago has now been, pardon my word, packaged, wrapped into something called the Spirit of God and is now in the believer today. So that means the abilities that that same Jesus did In the four Gospels, via his spirit in us today. Remember what I'm saying? Via his spirit to, in us today. Not via, via yourself. Via his spirit in us today. We can do those same abilities. And I was explaining to you the power of Athony yesterday. I said in the four Gospels, what did the disciples use? The power of Athony. What does power of Athony mean? It's like, I give you my credit card now, my debit card, and I say, go and buy what you want. You know, you bought it. Your face showed on the camera in, the, in Macy's, right? Now. But whose card was charged? My card. You know, you can also brag and, and do Snapchat video and say, look at the sneakers I just bought, living, chilling. But... Do you know that it is not your card? It is my card. That was exactly, hope you know that the money is not yours and I can collect my money back. I can decide, give me all that shoes you bought, bring it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Jesus did not do that. Now, watch something carefully. So, what did the disciple do? Go to Matthew 10. What did Jesus do? Give the disciples. Matthew 10. So don't forget that I already taught you how to receive, right? So you pay attention, right? Uh -huh. I don't want us to leave this meeting and some people are walking, healing the sick, doing so many miracles, and you, you are not there and you are in the same service. See the essence of all the background I did. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you see, ah, ah, but everybody is healing the sick. You will still come back and listen to this amount. <laughs> so you better hear it now and hear it forever. 
Hallelujah. These are things too I heard that changed my life. There are meetings I have been to that just one thing like this changed my life. Just one statement. Boom. Are you getting what I'm saying? Alright, look at it, Matthew 10. Look at something. Pay key attention. I'm teaching you this morning. He says, when he had called his disciples, so he gathered disciples. Don't forget, he hasn't died. He hasn't been buried. He hasn't resurrected. So the spirit was not active. The Holy Spirit, as we say, hasn't come yet. Right? So now, he said he called the disciples. What did he now do? He says he gave them power. Can we say he gave them his credit card to go and charge it on his behalf? So it's like saying, go and use this on my behalf. So go and do my works. What is the work? We looked at greater works yesterday. We said, when we say greater work, it's not mean you go and do, you cannot be, we did not, greater works doesn't mean be greater than Jesus. That's what people thought is not true. You can't be greater than your master now. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't be greater than Jesus. When he says greater work, it just simply means you have greater time, you have greater manifestations. Just like we can have healings now in Rochester, have healings in Japan, have healings in Germany, have healings in Belgium, have healings in Spain, and it can be going at the same time. Hope you know technology has advanced to such a way that people can, we, at our back like this, people can be watching us at the screen and we can, we can be praying for people in Germany now and they will be healed. That's what Jesus could not do because he was restricted to those things. To his time, to his space, and everything. So he now said, don't worry. I will go to my father. I will give you the spirit. You will now do greater works. Are you seeing it? So that greater work simply means you will now do much more. Explore much more of the power than I ever did. Are you getting what I'm saying? But before he died, before he was buried, before the spirit of God came, the disciples were already healing the sick. So, healing the sick was not a new thing to them. So, when Peter will heal the sick at the beautiful gate in Act 3, it wasn't new. He has been doing it, but something has changed. So, what happened in this Matthew 10? He says, he gave them power to cast he gave them power against all unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sicknesses and diseases. So he gave them the power. Now, let me tell you one thing about that power. I can impact you now with power. And I can tell you, go and touch somebody. And the person will feel the power. But the problem is, let me tell you what the problem will be. The problem will be that you will now go and think the thing will continue working for life. No, I only gave you for a season. Are you getting what I'm saying? Should we do practical? No, 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 no. I would have. We did a lot of practical yesterday night. Let's maybe we'll do another practical in the night. Don't worry. Let me teach. Now, the power can be such a way that what the mistake you will make is to think you have it forever. No, I only told you. That's why. How many of you have watched probably some healing videos where the, the man of God just say, you come. He touched the person and I say, go and lay hands on that person. 
and the person is not healed. I don't know if I've seen things like that. Now, watch, watch what happened. The, the mistake the person now would think is to think that same thing will continue working every time. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. He only gave you for a reason. For an assignment, go and do this. So the, you can channel the power of God through your words. Faith. Let me tell you what faith does. Faith. Faith channels the power of God to your direction. Just like the woman with the issue of law said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She channeled the power of God through her words, and she said, if I touch the aim of this guy, this is just a normal clothes. And don't forget, in that Matthew 11, or Mark, that's Mark instance, a lot of people have thrown him, a lot of people have touched him. But no, she channeled the power to her direction. So what happened in that Matthew thing was that Jesus impacted them and said, go and do this. Go and do my works for me. Because Jesus could not just be healing all the sick all the time. It will be exhausting. So he gave all the disciples, so yeah, 12 of you go and do this. He also gave the 70. That's why you see the 70 return back again rejoicing, saying even the devils were subject to our name. Are you getting what I say? Then he now told them, rejoice not in this, but rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. But the mistake, and this is something, this is why he now told them. Because that was not permanent. It was only a power of attorney. Use this card on my behalf. Just do it. So he now told them, tarry in Jerusalem. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? He now told them, go, look, let's go to Luke 24. Let's, let's see it. Oh no, at 1-8, sorry. At 1, let's go to at 1. At 1. Let's go to Acts 1. See, it says in verse 8, but you shall receive what? Power. Look at what it says. But you shall what? Receive what? Power. After that, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Now, see something. What does power mean? It's the Greek word dunamis. It's just like that word dynamite, dynamo. Explosion. A blast. And electricity. But look at something, you know. A careful Bible student will observe. But he gave them power in Matthew 10. Right? He gave them power in Matthew 10 now. So, and they used it. So why is this still saying that we receive power now again? That's to tell you what he gave them. In that Matthew thing, wasn't substantial. It was just for a time. It's just like I, I, I wish I want. I, I wish I can give, give you. Let me see if I can do an example for you. Corey, come. Um, let's, let's use him as practical. Uh, Abraham, come. Let's use him, let's use these two as practical. Now, I want to use these two as practical. 
I will give him something. He will give him. Right? I will give him something. I will say, give him. And he will take it. Then when they stand up, I will tell him, oh, yeah, now touch him again. You see that nothing will work. Because I gave him for something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Wait, how many of you are understanding me? Let me see your hands. Okay. You have to understand me because as a Christian, you have to be spiritually smart. So when you see men of God healing the sick, doing something, you won't, I don't want you to see that as mysterious. I want you to see that you can walk in it. All the things that God told us to do as supernatural communication is to reignite the things of the spirit. So don't mind me if I'm teaching you all of these things. If you don't like it, it's fine. But those that like it, learn and he and you seek and cast out demons and destroy the works of darkness. Are you learning what I'm saying? All right. So now, they, so they, they, so what did Jesus do with them? He gave them power to cast out unclean spirits. Don't forget, they, he said they gave them power in Matthew 10. Then in Athens, he said you will receive power. Ah. If, I study, if I'm to study carefully, I will not be wondering, what other power am I going to receive when you already gave me Matthew 10? But that's not it. They, have not, they are not yet born again. So now, don't worry, go and sit down. We'll do this later. That is why even an unbeliever, eh, someone that is not born again, uh, let me tell you something. A man of God can impact him and tell him to go and heal the sick and he will heal it. But the problem the, the guy would think is to think that that thing will keep working for life. Are you getting what I'm saying? The problem will not be that he will not think that, hey, now I can heal the sick. Do you see something? Let me show you. Go to heart. Let, go to heart 10. Let me show you something. On not at, let's do heart 10. I'm looking for the story of um, your money perish with you. At 8. Okay, let's go to at 8. Let's, let's see something in Act 8. Let's, I want you to follow carefully. This is Bible study, right? Yeah. You're, learning, you're, you're learning something? Yes, now, if you read from Act 8, verse 1 to 5, you see the miracles, everything, verse 7. Look at it, verse 7. For unclean spirit crying out with loud voice came out of many that were possessed with the palsy, many taking of the palsy that were lame and were healed, and great joy in the city. Are you seeing it? So Philip did a whole lot of miracles in that city and all of those things. Uh, he says, even in verse 10, he says, to whom the gate yield, this man saying, this is great power of God. Now look at something new. Then in verse 14, the apostles came, Peter and John, and they prayed for people that they will receive the Holy Ghost. In verse 17, they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Look at what Simon did in verse 18. Simon the sorcerer. Then Simon said, saw that through the laying on of hands, 
through the laying on of the apostles of the Holy Ghost, was given. He offered them money, saying, look at what he said. He said, give me also this power, that whomever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Even a sorcerer understood that there is something that can be communicated. That means power can be transferred. That's why, don't joke with the, lay, the ministry of the laying and of hands. I'm saying that because I figured something, just with my almost quite some years staying in America, I'm preaching around. I can easily tell you that the United States of America, I don't think, some are used to it, some are not. I've, I've, to, I've seen someone who told me, I've been in the United States for almost, three, almost all my life and nobody has laid hands on me. Ah! What, what is that? Look at a sorcerer understanding something. He said, give me. He says, give me also this power that whosoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Ah, then look at what Peter now answered. Peter did not say, look at something. Peter said, thy money perish with you because you think that the gift of God will be possessed with money. Do you know Peter did not say that this thing cannot be possible? He just said that your mindset is wrong. You can't buy this thing with money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Peter never condemned and said you can't get the power. He only told him. That's why he now used the word. He now used the word. That never part of the Lord. He now said repent of thy wicked way. You know, I taught you that. I taught you yesterday that repentance does not mean be born again. Mm -mm -mm. Repentance is from the Greek word metanonio, and it means change your mindset, change your reasoning, a change of understanding. That's the word repentance in scripture. We in our English word, I told you that the Bible is not as English as you think. In our own English word, repentance means repentance of sin, repentance of this. Mm -mm. In the scriptures, when they say repentance in the Greek, they understand. It means change your mind. Correct this impression. Correct this mindset. That's the real word for repentance. Does that mean that people cannot be born again and confess? That? That's not what I'm saying. There's a part for that, but that's not the word repentance. Are you getting what I'm saying? The word repentance in the Greek simply means a change of mindset. So you see what Peter was doing with the guy? He was changing his mindset. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You don't buy this power with money. So, but can he have the power? Don't forget, this guy was a sorcerer. What do sorcerers do? They also do, they also do stores, magical stores. They make money from it. That's the difference between charlatans and men of God. Imagine we said, someone can pay, pay money for healing. I become a charlatan. Because I'm now selling the power of God that I got freely. I'm now selling healing. That's why, <laughs> I remember we put out this post. Some will argue with me and say, he's not free. I say, ah, I'm the one holding the meeting now. How do you want to know the meeting that the person that is holding the meeting? Just register, simple. It's not, we are not collecting any money. Hallelujah. So, that's why you see some, some preachers, they'll tell you, come and buy holy water for $1,000, hey, prayer show. What's that for? $1,000. I saw one man on this United States 
See, to, to inherit the Psalm 91 blessing, you sow $91 seed. Hey! I, I'm not joking. I saw it. I watched it. I was wondering where, what, where, what scripture did you want to use? I saw how people can model scriptures together. And I'm not joking. People started calling in and sowing the seed. Ignorance is devilish. Ah! Ignorance is devilish. Ignorance is a... And, that's, and the devil likes people to be so ignorant. Because he knows that he can walk through it. He can, walk through, he can keep doing his work. How does a pastor have the boldness to sell a prayer show and say, if you pray with this, the power of God will be stronger, your prayer will be answered for $1,000? What, 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 what are we turning our word to? When did Jesus sell a prayer show? When did Jesus sell a miracle? Freely have you given, freely have you, re- freely you received. Freely have you received, freely given. Oh, vice versa. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, look at something. In verse 24. Then Simon said, pray ye the Lord for me, that none of these things which you have spoken come up. <laughs> because, do you know why he said so? Even a sorcerer, somebody that is not born again, can recognize that this is power. This is real stuff. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, watch something carefully. The guy said, give me this power. And a magician is somebody that, who is a sorcerer? They, they look at your hands and they will just say, it's like word of knowledge. That's why you have to be very discerning. When you see preachers, some preachers do all this word of knowledge. It's not spirit of God, though. Oh, it's not, though. It's not everything that is spirit of God, though. You don't know? Oh, it's not everything that is spirit of God. Don't be deceived. Mm-mm. Don't be deceived. That's why you have, to, you have to be very discerning. Don't be deceived. If sorcerers can tell you what, what your future... Have you, have you not even seen ordinary magicians do mind reading for you? That's magicians, so they learn it in act. That's to tell you that... There is not, that's, that's also to tell you that there's nothing that has original that doesn't have counterfeit. Are you getting what I'm saying? They do it now. Even magicians do mind reading. They will tell you, I can tell you what you did last night. But we are not that way. We are Christians. We have the real stuff. We have something greater. And let me tell you, a charlatan who knows who has something greater. That's what happened with this Simon the Sorcerer. He was doing everything, but he saw that uh-uh. uh, this one's this one's zone is different. And I'm coming. I'm coming. But so now, let's let's continue for where we stopped. Matthew 10, Jesus gave them power. And we have settled that that's power of happening. It wasn't to stay forever. And that's because he was still alive physically with them. So, they have backing. <laughs> they have backup. They have backing. But now, he was going to leave their means physically. 
And he told her, ah, this cannot sustain you again. You need something in you that will sustain you forever. So what is the ascension? Let me tell you what ascension means. Ascension is not Jesus going to sit down somewhere. Mm -mm. Is Jesus going up to come down inside you as a spirit? That's ascension. You cannot teach the ascension rightly without explaining how Jesus came to live with you now. That is why it says in Matthew 28 verse 20, it says, I will be with you always. He's not here physically, but he is here. That's what ascension means. So a lot of people think Jesus just went to see that. Mm -mm. He went so that he can come in us. So he now told them in Acts 8, Acts 1 verse 8, he says, but you will now receive the real power. Who is the power? Ah, Jesus personified now. You will now receive power, dynamis, dynamo. After that, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Then in Acts 2, the evidence of that power was that they spoke in tongues. Because that was the only thing they couldn't have done before the resurrection. The only thing unique to the new covenant is tongues. Tongues. They've been healing the sick since the Old Testament. They've been raising the dead since the Old Testament. Even Elijah's bones rose the dead. They've been doing several miracles since the Old Testament. So miracles are not new in scripture. The only new thing upon the new covenant is tongues. That's the only thing the disciples have not done. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they were with Jesus, he gave them power to kill every sickness, every disease, so they were doing miracles. Things were working. But the only unique thing they could have done was tongues. That's why it's, 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 that's why people called it the evidence of being born again. Are you seeing this? Do you see why? Because that's the evidence that you have power now. And I can say it this way. As far as you can speak with tongues, you have the power. It's, that, it's as simple as that. So you were born again with power. You are not in Jerusalem tarrying anymore. They tarried. You are not tarrying. <laughs> so now let's do something. Can you pray in the Holy Ghost? Lift your voice. Stop. Do you know what you just did? You just reminded yourself that you have power. Look at what happened in Acts 2. Now, I'll show you something. Acts 2, let's see it. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And a few days where they were sitting. And they were covered us as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. It now says, And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So they began speaking with tongues. But guess what happened? You see greater works now. You will now see greater works. Jesus at that time.
could not have gotten 3,000 men saved at once. They had the power they now have. They now have the boldness and the utterance to speak. And 3,000 men were saved. You see greater works? Not just save, save and also fill with the same power. So now, we, are, we were talking yesterday. I have a couple of minutes and I'll be done with this. We were talking yesterday on the degrees and the dimensions of the power of God. And we said something. We said... There is a way to walk the power of God. Now, let me tell you, let me, let me, let me, let me explain it in, 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 in a natural sense. How many of you, you have an iron at home? How many of you know that when you plug an iron, it takes it time to heat up? How many of you know that when you, when you start ironing, it's not immediately it start working. It takes it time, right? That shows that it's not as if it's not hot, though, but it's not hot to the level at which it will iron your clothes. Are you, are, you seeing, are you seeing what I was explaining yesterday? That the part sometimes that some of you exert on a sick to take out cancer, to take out, to heal a witch here, to heal a blood. Sometimes it's not as if the, you don't have the power, but it's as though it's not enough to take out. Let me see if you understand what I'm saying now. Ah. So now, Jesus gave them that power in the four Gospels. They did different things. Just imagine, this I think about it in my meditations. Just imagine what somebody could do with power of attorney. Ooh. The Bible says, the, the 70 again returned back rejoicing. See, ah, even the devil was subject to our name with power of attorney. With somebody's credit card, I bought all the stores I could buy. I bought my private jet, bought everything. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now imagine your own money. So that's why Peter now said something. Many of us have not seemed to understand that Peter statement very well. In Act 3. Silver and gold I have not, such as I have. That means every one of you seated here listening to me, you have something called such as I have. What do you have? An ability. To, do you know what they did? Say, such as I have, rise up and walk. You have that ability to stand up somebody from a wheelchair. The same thing Jesus did in the four Gospels. The same thing he gave them power of attorney to do. Now they now have it in full dimension. Such that. The same power was so strong on Peter. And I told you, look at receiving. You know. The Bible says they laid down the sick. In so much that at least. Jesus. So the power of God can be communicated even into your shadows. Inanimate object. You can put it to it to walk. He said in so much that at least I, I, I read that place over and over. You don't understand the, what they say. At least, at least like this, let the tip of the seed just touch the tip of that shadow. And the Bible says they were healed. So Peter was just walking and his shadows just healed the sick. 
such as I am. Hallelujah. Such as I am. Now, some people will be thinking, it's only pastors that do this. No. It's every believer. This is for every believer. That mindset of, it's only for a special man of God, only for, that's wrong. It's demonic. That's why they are deceiving you to buy only water for $20. For $20. Such as I have. Now, and he says, they stood up. Paul, now, in Paul's in Act 19, says aprons and anchor sheets were taken from Paul's body to the sick. So now, my major bulk of the conversation in this is something I wanted to explain, that degrees. So we said iron, just the same way an iron is hot, right? And... It, it can take it, and there are some iron. You want it is hot. There are some holy irons. <laughs> you don't want it like this. It just become what? I'm not. A, you know, technology has improved. But re-irons. <laughs> it takes it takes its time to heat up. And. Such that it can even now burn your clothes. It, do you see how much that... And do you know that? With those iron, you can regulate it to, to be hot. You can turn it. If you can do a natural thing that way, you can actually do spiritual things that way. If somebody is having a headache now, the power will exert on that headache. It's going to be different from what we what you exert on a cancer. Because his headache is small. Cancer is infectious, is is eating deep. Somebody can die of that one immediately. There has to be something that will consume the whole thing to dry up. And it's called power. It must, and let me tell you one thing about power. It is tangible. It can actually be felt. If it is not felt, it's not power. That's why it, it will shock you. It can, it can take you like a vibration. It can come on you like a rush. It's called power. That's why people fall under it. People ask questions like, why do people fall under power? When thousands of soldiers came to Jesus in John 18, and Jesus just announced his prayer and said, I am E. They, they lay down flat. They fell down like a pack of cards. Why? That's power. Just by his announcing, I am E. All of them on the floor. Bible says they laid their back down on the floor. That's power. Just by announcing his voice, his presence, I am E. Who are you? What, what do you want? Imagine, <laughs> I can't be in that kind of place. Imagine now standing up to still arrest him. <laughs> Hallelujah. So th- th- there are degrees and there are dimensions to it. Now, what you don't know, which is why you came for this meeting, 
is how to now regulate it. When you are in an healing meeting or in a place where, let me tell you one ways or two ways today, this morning session, I will do the rest later, if time permits. One of the ways to operate in the power is to get, let's say you are in Walmart, you want to heal the sick. Maybe the person tells you, I'm on a wish here and all of those things, right? I'm saying that because you might not, you might not always be in a service like this preaching. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'll, I'll tell you the two slangs. You might be in a service like this and you will not also be. When you are in Walmart or in those things, get the person's attention to work. You know what you want to do. That is why there is nothing wrong with teaching. Because the teaching is also helping you. Just tell the person, do you have time with me? That's if you don't feel anything now. You know, we, told, we said something yesterday about the flowing of the gifts of healings. Flowing with the gifts of healing that many of what you do is just authority. The name of Jesus drives up and walk. Then the person is not working. Watch you just use your authority. It, it's left for the person to receive. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many times when you use your authority like that, it's just left for the person to receive. That's what Jesus did a lot. Let it be so according to your faith. And there are times he touched, he did things. Are you getting what I'm saying? So authority is different. Using your authority is different from flowing with the gifts of healing. I need you to learn this. Ah, how many of you understand me to this point? So maybe I can rewind. Let me see. All right, cool. Thank God. So using your authority, so those, those things we say, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That's authority. It's left for the person to receive. If the person does not have the attitude to receive, the person will not stand up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you say, in the name of Jesus, walk now. And the person is still sitting down. It's because the person is not ready to receive. You have done your best, which is what every believer has. Every believer can use his authority. But there is something called flowing with the gifts of healing. Wish you don't know how to do. Wish you always use your authority. Flowing with the gifts of healing is different from your authority. You have to be in the spirit. And in the spirit means it's now depending on how yielded are you to it. It's a gift. And I told us, tongues is very good. But many of us have stopped our tongues. Okay, now let's do something. Now, do you see something? Let's pray in tongues. Do you see how easy it is to yield? Do you know that? It will take you a number of training to yield that same way to lay hands on the seed. It is the yieldedness. Pay attention to me, please. Don't write. Just look at me. Listen, please. I need you to understand this. Do you see that? As I just said, pray in tongues. Because it's a gift. Because you have it. Which every believer should have. You were able to easily just yield and say, you just spoke. If you want to flow with the gifts of healing, why does it take you time? It takes you time because you have not mastered how to yield to it. You, that same ability that makes you speak in tongues is that same ability that can help you heal the sick. But we don't rely on the ability. We rely on the authority. Just in the name of Jesus. I really hope you are getting me this morning. Yes, sir. It is a called gifts of healing. 
is in the, okay, why do you think before you get a word of knowledge sometimes, you also go back in tongues? And sometimes you will now see. Do you know that? You could actually have gotten a word of knowledge without going in tongues. The way me, I was trained with the word of knowledge and word of wisdom. I wasn't trained with tongues and interpretation for it. I was trained with just call a case out. Because it's, it's yieldedness. But the best way I would teach a new convert is to start out in tongues. Then you will get a word of knowledge. If you can start out in tongues and you want a word of knowledge, you will get it. I've taught some of you these things now. Okay. Would we'll, I really hope you are okay? We are doing healing now. Don't worry. We'll do word of knowledge, all of those things. But the same, the same thing with word of wisdom. The same thing with even prophecy. If you want to get a prophecy, just talk in tongues and flow with it. It will help you. It's the, that's why they used to say, is, tongues is the doorway to it. There's nothing wrong with talking in tongues also to stir up yourself to you the sick. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you are with the sick, maybe if the person is talking, you can just be and you're just talking in tongues under your breath. Do you know what you are doing? You are staying up that, you are activating something. You are staying, tongues is the doorway to the supernatural. Remember what I said, tongues is the doorway to the supernatural. Tongues is the doorway to this. You can't go wrong with tongues. Tongues is the doorway to the supernatural. You want to flow with the gifts of workings of miracle, gifts of faith, tongues. So, you, you know that when, you, when power is on you, you will feel it, you will know. Your body might not be, how many of you have felt power before? You've, you will know, some, everybody has different ways they feel it. There are times that my hands can my hands can be like this, and I can literally see my hands turning red. I, it has happened to me before. I, I know that's why. I, sometimes, w- there was one time I just laid it on somebody. I basically just fling. I knew it would happen because it was much. And there are times you will just see the lines. Some of you have been in service when I tell you my hands, there's dews on my hands. Some of you have been in the service when I say something like that. I can literally feel... This is not sweat. This is literally, you can see that this is glory. And you see what, what really happens. Because it's tangible. Everybody has different ways they feel it. It depends on how you are yielded. Some of you can feel it within your body. You just feel sensations, things burning. When you just sense that power, just know that, okay, now it's time to walk. There is no, no sickness will withstand it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, is the yieldedness. How yielded are you? Are you learning what I'm saying? So, you have relied so much with your authority. In the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. In the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. Then you don't see this. You're not blaming God. God, no. He has given you gift of healing. You have it. I explained to you the nine gifts of the Spirit and it's given for every man yesterday night. And I explained to you how much you can flow with it. So that shows that when you see somebody who is sick, who is having a sickness, who is having a problem, what do you need to do? Just yield. Are you learning what I'm saying? If you don't know anything at all, you can just talk in tongues a bit. And you can do something. Come, brother, come. You can do something. 
Maybe you as you are laying hands, right? There's nothing wrong with speaking in tongues first. What are you doing? It's for you. It's not for the person. The person will worry. What are you saying? Don't tell the person, don't worry. You are generating power. It's iron. It's like that iron. You are regulating it. I want to do something for him now. Because I don't feel anything right now. I'm just in the mood to teach. So, but I will generate it. I want to generate it with tongues. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, yours might take time. Mine might not. Because it's practice of over the years. That's why you must be skillful at it. Don't stay in your house and expect that you yield this. Go out and look for it. When we were much younger, we used to go out to look for sick. So when we started looking for difficult cases, that's when we started praying to God, Lord, how does this thing work now? <laughs> so it's the Lord that trained us for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why are we not seeing results in these things? Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't feel anything. I won't lie to you. I, I'm, what is on me right now is just to teach. But I will regulate something and something will happen. Yeah, it's on you. It's on you. That's it. If I do that for the sick, the sick will stand up. Now it's on me. Because I've regulated it. If I continue with that flow, it will get too much. That's why if you heal one, it gives you confidence for another. I don't know if I've healed the sick before, you, you don't want to go keep going for more. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now it's on me. At least two, maybe like at least two percent. But if I keep touching people, it can increase. Then you can get swallowed up in it. As a minister of the gospel, that's why music is important. Even in Second Kings, says as the as the minister, the, it says as as the as the uh, minister. How was that scripture? As minister, the, the priest could no longer minister because they were all hold under the glory of God. Music also triggers it. The the, the right musical, not when you have danced away your sorrow. When you dance away, you will not remember power again. You just dance away. <laughs> so, you can know. So, there's a triggerness to it. So, it's called the gifts of the Spirit. And you know how to do it. So, that's why many are times, you are the one that will first be the one. So, it's you. It's you that have to first work, get it to work. And it works all the time. That's why you pray too, obviously. Because the more you pray, the more you generate power. Are you getting what I'm saying? You spend a lot of time praying in tongues. That's praying in tongues a lot. When you pray in tongues a lot, these things will be easier. And you practice it. Not just praying in tongues, but praying in tongues and practicing it. It will be easier. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you, you will naturally just flow in that atmosphere. Because I'm teaching you this because I, we are walking into a season of much miraculous and the supernatural. Days of healings are here. 
so you can generate it. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? If you don't know what to do, what will you do? Sometimes it can come with compassion. Ah, I, 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 I told you the story of yesterday of two weeks ago when I was praying with someone with arthritis. And you could literally see that this woman was tired of the situation. The compassion of Jesus just, it, it can overwhelm you. You will, you will see their pains and because you have the spirit of God, you will be so sad. You're just like, I need to do something. You will see the power go well up. Are you getting what I'm saying? And instantly. I just, th- that day, I wasn't feeling power. I was just sad that a lot of people gathered around her and they were praying. Ah, I, I was just, and you could literally see that she was almost discouraged that, ah, is this how we go without not being healed today? And they said that she had to travel from uh, Maryland or something to the, the meeting or something, that she traveled very far, and all of those things, that even ah, I was, I could literally see the, com- I was, I could literally see the compassion of Jesus overwhelm me. I didn't feel anything before he told. I just went there and I just, I just told him, please give me a while. And I just touched the leg. And she stood up. And she dropped the thing and started running. You could literally, the leg was swollen up. You could literally see that she couldn't move it a little because they carried her into the meeting with a walking aid. And she dropped it. This was just okay. And she just started running. Everybody was like, whoa, hey, come on, let's this person. That's why it seemed like some men, how many of you have seen some men of God, when they are under the influence of that thing called the anointing, they tell you, don't do anything. Don't, nobody should move around. How many of you have heard those things? Shh, don't talk. Just a whisper. Just lift your head. Do you know why? They don't want to distract that thing because it can lift. That's what all time has called the anointing lift off. But we, because we have the Spirit of God, we can't say the anointing lift off because we are always anointed by the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just have to get it back. But a lot of things can distract it. A whole lot of things can trigger it. It's a trigger. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's just like when you, when you put a cord that is not connected and the thing blasts. Are you getting what I'm saying? It can, it can just make it not work again. Are you getting what I'm saying? I, I, I used a switch, for instance, for you yesterday. How you turn on a switch and off it. That's how it works. So why have you not seen a lot of results with healing? You've used a lot of authority. And when you're using a lot of authority, is the actually it takes two people to receive. That's what we've seen in the scriptures. Hallelujah. It takes two people to do it. Play for me, I close. It takes two people to do it. Why have you not seen a lot of healings? Because you used authority. You said, in the name of Jesus be you. Look at the scriptures. When we looked at the scriptures yesterday, when you do that, do you notice that it's two people that needs to receive? The person that you are saying in the name of Jesus, he has to be in contact. I've seen a lot of, I've seen a whole lot of healings like that, but that's because the person was reeling. But I want, you know, we are trusting God that skeptics will believe the power of God in coming days. This is why I'm teaching you this. Because of skeptics. Skeptics. A lot of people think the power of God is not, they say he died with the last apostle. What's that? A lot of people are, are calling themselves secessionist. What's that? How God is real. It's tangible. It can heal the sick. 
it can heal people from insanity it can cure sickness so when you use authority many times which is the easiest to do because you are born again you are anointed by the spirit you have power you can just say in the name of Jesus rise up and walk the person will walk are you seeing it that's because the person is also ready to receive but when it comes to skeptics who doubt the power of God you have to flow with the gifts of healing if not we will not see results are you hearing what I'm saying when it comes to skeptics which we want to shut out in the next couple of years I have a target in the next five years we want to shut down skeptics atheists people who don't think that the power of God is real it's a lie we just started supernatural commissions last year we are coming <laughs> we are coming this is what we are called to do yeah we will teach the world we won't, we won't compromise with the world but we are coming <laughs> we are coming skeptics will believe the power of God they will oh they will men who thought that this is a long-standing human 40 years he runs in the family it will change we are in the days of the power of God like that song just like the ass of the apostles we see it in our days now hallelujah just like the ass of we see it in our days now your shadows healing the sick your words healing the sick your footstep healing the sick Steps healing the sea. You tell somebody match on you, you match on the place and deposit a, a, a droplet of power there and tell and tell the person, will the share to this place and see if the person will not stand up. Scott power. It's real. It happens in our days. Let's be on our feet and thank the name of I hope you learned something this morning. Let's be on our feet, let's thank him. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you. It's your hands blessing. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, we honor you. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you. Boldness is rising up on your inside. Boldness is rising up on your inside. Boldness to you, the sick, is rising up on your inside. Strong and strong. Strong and strong. Strong. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We honor you. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you. 